Hello and welcome to episode 83 of the Late Life Career Change podcast with me, Phil Swallow, on Wednesday the 8th of September. A very warm one, hence the name of the show called Heatwave. I'm also joined by the cat. So I've got the fan going and there's a cat that may make a bit of noise, although she traditionally doesn't. But she was in here kind of getting some rest or respite from the heat, so... Uh, but yeah, we've had a heatwave. Um, kind of just came on early part of the week, Sunday to Monday, I guess. And it got to about 30 uh, in Celsius. And it is currently, so what we're we on now, I'm doing this late actually, seven minutes past 7.23 degrees at the moment. Uh, but this is the last day, apparently. It's all going to go, go pear-shaped uh, tomorrow. We're going to get some... Um, rain overnight I think but I washed the car anyway because it needed it uh, so what, what's been going on well apart from the scorching weather um, and the fact that I think I was, when I was out and about yesterday which I talk about a bit later <clears throat> I think I might have got some heat stroke I've also got a croaky throat <clears throat> but you know about that because it happens from time to time um, yeah so not sunstroke per se I'm not really out in the sun always wear a cap or a hat of some description um, but I just felt so tired today. So normally I'm a morning person up and out or up and doing stuff. Uh, just didn't want to get out of bed this morning and Sue very kindly got up, did the tea, did the cats. And I had a pretty lazy morning. And um, as I speak, the cat's make, <laughs> making her way towards the door. Um, if she scratches, I'm going to have to take evasive action. Uh, what are you doing? Right, hang on. There's enough cable here, so talk amongst yourselves. Hang on. She is out. She darted out as soon as I opened the door. Funny cat. Don't like being in, you know, shutting things. Although she managed to shut herself inside the uh, one of the kitchen, uh, kitchen, no bedroom, wardrobey things the other day. Uh, yeah, so I just been really tired all day. Had a bit of a kip um, after we had our midday meal, and then again didn't do much. There's a couple of things that I'd subscribed to online that I sort of watched, listened. Two. One was very good. Uh, Joe McNally talking about the photography he did at the Tokyo Olympics and Olympics in general. A bit about workflow, a bit about the the things you learn. Uh, and a lot of it's around the edges. It's not just, you know, the taking pictures is the easy part, but it's all the other stuff that goes with it, particularly in a foreign land. So so that was that. And then, um, yeah, I decided to wash the car and I kind of perked up a bit now, but I'm going to sleep well tonight. Of that, I am convinced. Back to the show, back to what I do. Uh, the invoice saga. Well, last Thursday morning was one month of the invoice outstanding and I decided to do a formal invoice chaser, which is within the uh, software I use called Free Agent. And you just send out another copy of the invoice with some words of your choice. And I, I kind of, yeah, the words were strongish, but it was more about you know, I really don't, I actually said this, you and I surely don't want me to go down additional measures here. Let's, can we just get this paid, please, and be done with it? Words to that effect. Uh, within half an hour, it was paid. Uh, so that's that. Job done. Not going to, not going to pursue any further contact with that client. Unfortunately, that's the way it goes, really. Um, I helped them out and I got all good vibes all the time. And I still think they're generally happy with the pictures. But yeah, just pay the money. Come on, pay the money. So that was that. Uh, did a production shoot on 
Well, actually, two things. Let's go. Let's let's go quickly on the car just to close that update off. The old car. So they did the inspection on Friday. Generally went well. There was one little exception. I saw him taking a photo of a wheel, and it was where we had the tire replaced. And I thought there was a little cut in it. I thought he was going to pick up on it, but actually it was a, some damage to the alloy rim. And I think that was done when they actually replaced the tire because there's no marks or dings or dinks or knocks or whatever in the rest of the alloy wheels on the rest of the car, but. He put it down, he said, this is to be notified to the leasing company. He was all very good about it, you know, lovely guy. And he said, I have to put an estimate for a, a they call it a smart repair. And the estimate was £65. And I guess at some point it might get added to my invoice or I might be told I'm going to have to pay it. I mean, £65 in three and a quarter years or three and a third years or whatever it might be. I'm not really not worried about that. I'd have taken that, as they say, at the beginning. So, um who knows? Might have to pay £65 on top of whatever else I'm due to pay them. Uh, if I do, I do. Uh, but overall, I think I gave them back the car. Very sellable car with the mileage and stuff. And, uh, and they've got it back in very good nick. So it's, that was one thing. So they did the inspection. And then when I got back indoors after that, they send an email to say, we're going to come and collect it. So this is a personal contract hire kind of lease thing. Um, and that was Monday. So Monday, the car was collected. And that was very painless. <laughs> On their blurb, it said, make sure you satisfy yourselves with the identification of our representatives. So I asked the two guys to turn up. I said, you got your ID? No, don't carry any ID. I said, okay. And your system or papers said to check for your ID. Um, well, I said, well, actually, from inspection on Friday, the car's ours, not yours, legally. He said, I said, oh, okay. so basically, I just hand the keys over to whoever turns up at my door this morning. Joke, joke. Um, but they kind of said, yeah, and I did recognise the, guy, the guy's voice, one of the guys, when he phoned to say what time he'd be here, you know, estimate. Anyway, old car's gone. Might have to pay £65. So what? Job done. Now the driveway's a bit clearer. And on Saturday evening, Sue and I went up to see the Great Expectations show. Sue was there in a visitor capacity. I was there to shoot and do production images, which I processed overnight, well, in Sunday morning mainly, Handed them over Sunday lunchtime and a bit weird because I've not really heard much until I had a WhatsApp message yesterday uh, just to say, oh, thanks, really pleased, blah, blah, blah. But then on the method of transfer, it says they've not been downloaded yet. So I, I don't know what's going on. There could be some sort of lag somewhere. I did them early because I thought they had to be made available for press night, which is tonight. In fact, it's in about... 15 to 17 minutes uh, the first or the showing for this evening press will be there and the idea is that you attach the a select one of a selection of you know, four or five images of mine uh, to your press review and they've got a few press reviewers coming along and I if they don't um it'll be a bit disappointed for me professionally because of the arrangement I've got with them you know, if you get some kind of profile because someone does a search, finds your name and it's attached to a an image from a production shoot, that's what you want. So I'm sharing this with you, but it's it's something that I get a bit het up about. <clears throat> um, you know, we, we've guess I got this arrangement. There's no real budget there. So, but there's a lot of things you can do for free. You know, you can provide a review for someone for free and that really helps their business. And with this, you could just, just, have a process just get the images published give them to the press I don't know how they're going to do that if they're going to do it they might just end up doing one of the posters um, I'll probably bite my lip initially but I might actually make a comment if my images don't even make their way onto the press 
um, it's like borderline between do you show yourself as a bit of a <laughs> or do you just bite your lip and move on but you know I'm an artist like the next guy and I want my work to be shown and I want the due credit even if there isn't any credit to my, ba my bank account anyway that's that so what else has happened recommendations so I on there's a next sales the next door site I think this next door thing or possibly even a worldwide social media site or neighbors get on and share and recommend and complain and whatever neighbors do and uh, my daughter recommended me a lady who's got a PR company wanted some kind of lifestyle shots fairly relaxed just to show her what she's all about so some people have recommended a couple of different photographers I recommended myself um, and then I was recommended by from the same person put it also on a local Facebook page and both my daughter again and a neighbour recommended me on that site so she actually made contact with me last night via my website and asked me about what I charge and you know what she's what she's after so I went back with my pricing based around my headshot price is and uh, said you know probably the best thing just to give me a shout we can have a chat or I can either visit and you know find out what your work setup is and see if we need to incorporate that that kind of thing uh, so I'm you know I'm waiting to hear she may, not, she may not like the prices she may not like the approach we all live and learn um, it would be a nice one to do you know local business um, but you know let's see um, it, you know these things have a natural time that they take to uh, to come to fruition or to wither on the vine um, and whatever I will be uh, professionally accepting of the outcome um, but it will be good to do that kind of work so uh what else yes yeah, so we went to uh the middle of kent yesterday it's almost is in the middle of kent place called headcorn not far from sort of staplehurst across country from tunbridge wells in between tunbridge wells and ashford um why did we go there i hear you ask well sue sue's mum uh dorothy uh, had a school friend that she used to keep in touch with cards phone calls and all that sort of stuff um and this school friend sadly had a stroke a couple of years ago and now he's being cared for in a care home not too far from where she lives i said home funny then anyway um and sue did a brilliant job by using the ancestry site you know the family tree you know dna tracing kind of thing site uh, looking at your relatives um to track down a relative of this friend and Lot cut long story short she got in touch so or with the care home and we said right we'll have a day out so we went down had a bit of lunch uh, nearby in a sort of one of these really big gastro pubs actually it was quite a nice setup there and um i dropped them off it's quite a small home and they had a sort of bit of an outdoor area i dropped sue and her mum off to meet with this old friend and there was a bit of a reunion it was all very good and then i went off into her town which is probably where i think i got the heat stroke from well, it's, it's the classic English village. Loads of history, medieval history. There's an old manor house, there's a nice church, all sorts of buildings that you think, hang on, should that be at that angle? And if you know English history and English building history, that's very much what the old kind of medieval style of building was like. And um, while I was there, I thought, I wonder if there's an electronic charging point, EV char charging point, because... I'd used up the the range that I had in the car getting down there. I mean, it sort of spreads it out very clever the way it does it, the 20-odd mile range. Uh, but there's nothing. The nearest thing was Maidstone, which is a, a bit of a trek away, 15, 20 minutes away. And it shows you, you know, how far this has got to go. Now, 
I know there's probably, you might go to another village and just buy a quirk, there's two or three charging points. And it's not absolutely necessary for me to charge, but it would have kind of supplemented the use of petrol or the cost of the use of petrol for the car for that uh, that trip. So you live and learn. Um, but yes, yeah, so, so the village of Headcorn, nothing against the village of Headcorn because it's beautiful, but it's a kind of example of where we need to be with regard to EVs. And it's we need to be a lot further forward than we are currently. So I decided I didn't really have any gear with me except for my phone. Uh, so I walked along, did some little clips, and I've done a very brief kind of stitch together um, with a couple of tracks. I'm not too sure which whether I'm going to use them, but basically I'm going to do a little two-minute video of Headcorn. I actually looked up, I went out a cup of tea while I was uh, on my little break, one um, away from Sue and her, her mum and her friend, and uh, I looked up you know, YouTube for Headcorn and there's an airfield there. So everything is airfield related. You know, there was a crash there a few years ago and there's people doing skydiving and pictures of that. Nothing about Headcorn the town. So there you go. This, that will be rectified. There'll be a little two minute video giving you an illustration of the kind of chocolate box look of a Kent village of Headcorn. One of the little facts I did find out actually there was that it was the first stop on the train that picked up the soldiers from the Dunkirk evacuation in 1940. So they got on on their train in well, Dover, I suppose, or Calais or whatever. No, what it, no, Calais. Dover, Folkestone. Was it Folkestone from Dunkirk? No. Anyway, uh, got on the train. The first stop was Headcorn and some of the um, locals came out and provided refreshments and all that sort of stuff, which was very nice. So, uh, so that's where we are. Short one today. Um, my stroke is dissipating thankfully um might need to worry so much about it now because it's you know the weather's going to change but as i'm running about running around with mum tomorrow and then i've got um going out with my son on friday we're going to wentworth to see the european tour golf with an 80 percent chance of rain but we'll be prepared don't you worry about that uh but um yes so once again thanks for listening to the show i hope you uh continue to get some enjoyment value story following from it and uh, I'll sign off now and catch up with you again in the next episode